Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We bear all of the risk for a foreign company um, to just move their move their product through, and, and it's ridiculous. we got to shut it down. Gretchen Whitmer, the uh, governor of the state of Michigan, and uh, in response, the premier of Alberta 20 hours ago, Jason Kenney tweeted, calling on Michigan Governor at Gov Whitmer to stop her destructive campaign to shut down a major pipeline that's the largest source of energy for her state, the upper U.S. Midwest, and for central Canada. That's at J. Kenney. Well, the Premier of Alberta joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network to address this issue. Premier Kenney, how are you? Well, thanks, Roy. And uh, have you been in direct communication with the governor of Michigan, or are you restricted to attempts on Twitter? Well, it's funny you should ask. I actually went down to Michigan in the fall of 2019 uh, to uh, lobby her and members of uh, the Michigan governor and uh, government and state house on this issue. And she refused to meet with me at the time. Um, I tried later to meet with her at the margins of the national governors association meeting in January of 2020. Again, she refused to meet with me and, and I represent the government that uh, the, the province that is the single largest source of energy for her economy. Um, we then tried to set up a phone call and she finally agreed to speak to me by phone uh, last fall but only on the condition that I not raise <laughs> line five. So I had to find some artfully diplomatic way of instead talking generically about energy security and so forth. And she seemed completely uninterested. I mean, I, I can't, um, Michigan, it, Michigan's economy is totally integrated with Canada's, as you know. And the, the, the way she's been treating our country with such disrespect is unbelievable. Uh, violating a bilateral treaty which guarantees the security of transshipment of pipelines between our jurisdictions um, and and threatening her own economy it, it, it is it's unbelievable I've never seen uh, I think this is the wor- one of the worst examples of irresponsible leadership that I've seen so what uh, response are you getting from other sources within the state of Michigan and the United States do you have a sense of what uh, President Biden's interest or, or or what his commitment where his commitment well lies? our impression is the Biden administration has been trying to um, play hot potato with this uh, Je- Jennifer Granholm who is uh, the energy secretary former governor of Michigan has just uh, it keeps saying that this is up to the courts. Uh, they won't speak to it. Um, I, I think they, they don't want to upset some of the uh, hard green left in, in their political base is the only inference I can draw from that. Um, but uh, they are apparently willing to risk freezing much of the American economy if this doesn't go forward. I mean, excuse me, if, if an executive order actually is implemented and we shut down, they shut down 640,000 barrels a day of crude oil shipments from Canada, uh, airplanes won't be able to take off out of the Detroit airport. Uh, homes won't be heated in the winter in the upper Michigan Peninsula. The enormous refineries in northern Ohio will go dry. Uh, trucks and cars won't be able to operate in, in much of the upper Midwest. So this, is a, this, is, this should be taken very seriously by everyone in the U.S. I can tell you this, though, Roy, that um, the majority of pe- folks with whom we have dealt with in Michigan are very supportive of, of the continued safe operation of the pipeline of Enbridge's plan to bury the pipeline under the lake bed. Um, the majority of both the Michigan State Assembly and State Senate 
the uh, almost all of the major unions in that very union heavy state support the project. Um, and of course, the business community does. I, I did meet with Governor Mike DeWine in Ohio in 2019 about this. He expressed his strong support, as have the governors of Indiana, uh, Illinois, and uh, and other surrounding states. So I read a couple of reports from uh, Michigan, and uh, they may be influenced by environmental groups, uh, Premier, but they suggested that the state of Michigan would do just fine without Line 5. There would be just a minor inconvenience and probably not much of a fiscal impact. I don't know how that could be the case, but but that's certainly a couple of the stories that I read. So let me throw that at you first. And then part B of this, if a federal court hands the decision to a Michigan court concerning closure of Line 5, what are the expectations of the decision by the state court? Does that then then allow the governor to go ahead and, and shut things down? Well, her order has no effect unless effect to put it in simple terms, unless it's ratified by, by a court. court. Now, right now, there there's a jurisdictional fight about whether that decision belongs in a federal or a state court. Um, we do appreciate that the government of Canada finally has intervened um, and by submitting a brief uh, in cooperation with with Canadian provinces, ourselves, Ontario, Quebec, and Saskatchewan. Um, and um, we'll, uh, this is going to take quite some time, I think, before the U.S. courts. But the legal analysis I've seen suggests that there is very little chance of the governor's order being upheld. Um, this looks like a lot of political stunting going on. Mm-hmm. And in terms of your earlier question about, uh, I mean, I should say this, Roy. Having said that, we have to take it seriously. Like, like there's always a chance that this could go in, in a, a terribly wrong direction. And let's, you know what, if the governor of Michigan wants to uh, shoot her own economy in, her, in, the, in the foot, that's her business, I guess. But let's be concerned about our friends in Ontario and Quebec. Half of the fuel um, consumed in those provinces comes off of this line. And, I mean, it would shut down the refineries in Sarnia. It would shut down, uh, it, it would require thousands of trucks to, to, to carry fuel uh, instead of this pipeline on the highways of Ontario, it would create logistical chaos, massively spike gas prices. Uh, it would uh, heavily hit Pearson Airport and their ability to fuel the yeah. planes with aviation fuel, etc. So it's not. It, it, it is a very serious threat to the Canadian economy. Do you feel like you have the enthusiastic support of the Prime Minister of Canada and the federal Liberal government? Or do you feel that you have um, lukewarm support on this one? Well, sir, look, the government has filed a legal brief, and we appreciate that. And certainly Minister O'Regan, the energy minister, has had strong words about this. Um, we would like to see a stronger push with the U.S. federal government and the president on this. Um you know, the, the, President Biden, we, we respect the fact that he was elected, wish him well, but uh, the very first day, uh, he slapped Canada in the face with the retroactive veto of the Keystone XL pipeline. Um, and now he is uh, he and his administration are completely ignoring this direct full frontal attack on the most important aspect of the Canada-U.S. economic relationship, which is our energy exports, that is not that is not indicative of a good friend or neighbor. And I think that the Trudeau government needs to make that point in no uncertain terms. Yeah, you need the prime minister to pick up the phone and call the president and not say what he said after the Keystone Pipeline announcement, 
which was essentially, well, we'll go along with what our friends in Washington decide. We can't do that. Um, Correct. Premier, doesn't this also speak to the incomplete pipeline infrastructure issue in this country in a major way? Yeah. I mean, if Energy East had gone ahead, we would have had a belt and suspenders approach to national energy security. Uh, We would have had another uh, major uh, piece of infrastructure carrying and that, no, admittedly, you would have been using through Ontario Central Canada a lot of existing pipeline capacity, but it would have certainly increased our energy independence against this kind of disruption, mm-hmm. and um, and that's why it's so disappointing that that the, the prime minister has effectively given one provincial government Quebec a veto over a critical piece of national infrastructure, and that the Trudeau government effectively killed Trans Canada Pipeline's proposed. Uh, Energy East project back in 2017 by imposing ridiculous new regulatory mandates with respect to up and downstream emissions that they could never really calculate or uh, or meet. So uh, I, this does underscore that it's ridiculous. You know, th- there's actually um, Canadian oil that gets shipped down through the current Keystone pipeline to refineries in Texas. It's then loaded on. Um, uh, tankers and sometimes brought up to the port of St. John and into Montreal to fuel the central Canadian economy. This is ridiculous. We should we should have those pipelines. Yeah, we should. Uh, quick word from your premier on the situation on the ground in Alberta with COVID. Well, uh, th- thankfully, uh, we we are starting to see our, our numbers come down. Our active case numbers have been, have been coming down for most of the past week. Um, and our and our new daily case numbers, people are, are rising to the challenge of this third spike, and the vaccines are we're seeing the impact. Yesterday we hit our record high, sixty five thousand doses administered. Uh, we're now at fifty percent of adult population with at least one dose. I want to thank Albertans for for um, their fantastic response to the vaccine program. That's our ticket out of this. And yesterday uh, the Calgary Stampede announced they will be proceeding. Uh, with a scaled-down stampede this year, that is great news, and I, I, so I truly believe that we can be set up for a great Alberta summer. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.